0: beautiful morning to you then thank you so much for choosing j101.9 fm you're on to let's talk my name is abigail seaman another day to bring out the scorecards and begin to score maybe over should i say over 10 or over 100 i don't know what we'll be scoring but anyway we're bringing out the scorecards today but welcome to the show i'm not alone i'm joined by Mika out Mika, lovely morning to you
1: good morning abigail good morning to all the listeners and um, to everybody who listened to us um, thank you for i'm taking your time to listen to us and talk about all of the things that are affecting the country um first i was going to say something earlier and i forgot and i think it's best even though this is not the best show to say it. but i think you know people who listen to us cross across different age group and different professions um I mentioned death and and pain this morning and um, you know yesterday while I was going through stuff I was just thinking through how a lot of us as people as Nigerians even we are so afraid of that that we hold back on a lot of things hold back on chasing our goals hold back on asking government you know to be accountable hold back on doing the things we all know um, we should be doing and here's the crazy part about death and all of it, is that the moment we come to accept our mortality, the easier it is for us, the moment we realise that the... the life that we hold so dear when it's gone it's fleeting you know somebody's given an example of how the queen former queen late queen Elizabeth how she died and days after everybody moved on like nothing happened mm-hmm. and you know people often think that oh you know I matter so much to be honest we we all don't matter as much so if you have the idea or believe that you're just you know just one tiny speck in the whole world it's easier for you to go through go through the things not mind what people would say not mind whether you die or not and the other thing you know, I, I thought through yesterday, and this also applies to everyday Nigerians is pain. Um, Nigerians, we people as general people generally um, avoid pain because it's painful, but the bad part about avoiding pain is that you're still going to get pain. And the Nigerians don't want to question the government, Nigerians don't want to protest, Nigerians don't want to do the hard things as it were, but we are still going through hard times. And so, so everybody out there, whether you're Nigerian or not, um, walk. Th- to your pain, you know. Choose your, like you say, choose your suffering yourself. That way, it's easier for you to predict what will happen on the other side of suffering. So, um, to everybody out there, young, old, man, woman, boy, girl, I want you to embrace suffering. I want you to go out there and look the pain in the eye and say, "I'm going to win against you." And in the words of Israel Adesanya, the, um, our own um, Nigerian-born fighter. Whatever you want to do, you have to realize that sometimes you stumble. And when you stumble, pick yourself up and go at it again. Good morning. I'm in Maguire today.
0: I'm trying as much as possible not to laugh. Do you know why? Why? Because I wanted to ask you, where is this um, reflection coming from? Is it from the fact that uh, your <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> your device decided to park uh, up so, yesterday? Because so, so, you so, know so why You don't have a
1: phone. Yeah, you start thinking. You start to think. So, I, th- I, think I think solitude is um, is a skill we all need to learn. Mm. It's a skill. I think it's a skill we all need to learn. It's something that I am beginning to understand. Solitude is beautiful. It helps you to, to think deeply about your life, think deeply about life, to feel like they say, yeah, the wise man would say the chirping birds, you know, the smell of the grass. I don't like the smell of the grass. I still don't know why people like it. But I think solitude is beautiful. I don't. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. The smell of the grass? Mm-hmm. You're weird. I know, right? Who likes the smell of the grass. That's the... I do. Welcome the to the show. <laughs>
0: Welcome. And before we introduce our guests in the studio this morning, CBN Forex ban Nigerians imported 18 trillion naira cooking oil meets others in seven years. And Nigerians imported not less than nine items worth 18.12 trillion naira from the Forex ban list of the Central Bank of Nigeria between 2016 and 2022. Now, the CBN had categorized about 41 import items as not valid for Forex, which means that the importer would not be able to get Forex from the Apex Bank for such items. Now, the Apex Bank said the restriction was part of efforts to sustain the stability of the foreign exchange market, ensure effective utilization of foreign exchange and the derivation of optimum benefit from goods and services imported into the country. However, these items were not banned or prohibited by the Nigerian Customs Services so they can still be imported. Now, According to an analysis of the Nigerian Foreign Trade Reports of the National Bureau of Statistics from 2016 to 2016, twenty two items such as crude palm oil, vegetable products, animal products, meat, vegetable farts, and oil steel products, rubber, plastic, clothes, and textiles were imported from various countries. Um, for more details or further breakdowns of all of this, you can check the Punch newspaper for details of that. And this morning we're joined by Mr. Silas Patrick Dung, who's in the studio with us this morning. a Lovely morning to you. Welcome to the show.
2: Good morning abigail and America. good morning just good to be here again good it's
0: good to have you here good morning um so um first of all i want to get your reaction on this that a country like ours actually spent over a hundred what am i 17. saying or oh, 18 trillion naira, and the importation of cooking oil meat, and others in seven years what do you make of such
2: well that is how unserious we are um there's a country that uh, gave seedlings to another country some years ago. Uh, they now uh, they the, night, the night biggest <laughs> producer of uh, palm oil in the world, and Nigeria. Just uh, this year, a report has it that Nigeria imported uh, palm oil worth uh, three hundred billion naira. All right. Yeah. And uh, the seedlings for this same palm oil were taken from this Nigeria to that country. So So this is uh, where we are And uh, like I said It just uh, goes to show how unserious uh, we are We're still rearing uh, cows On the street, when people have ranch Where you can have good yield Why won't you import meat? These animals get to contact almost every disease That you know on earth that belongs to the animal (laughs) kingdom. You're not safe eating from the same uh, You know, meat There's virtually Everything wrong with what uh, We have here, but um somehow, I think that uh, we'll get past this sometime uh, with people like you, uh, you know, informing people, uh,
3: mm.
2: change the orientation of the people on the street to understand the need uh, to make things work right for the good of the country. And I'm sure that um, uh, with what we saw this year, uh, mm. the young people, you know, learning their voice to seeing that uh, something happened in this country. Yes. Uh, I think uh, they should just... Uh, continue Uh, and not just stop at just um you know voting it's time they come out to put out whatever it is they know that will help grow this country uh going forward and i think um from what we've seen so far they're good to go and they will do it
0: i just want to put it out there that p.s i'm a young person in case you think i'm old hence the senior woman of the tag I'm a young person. Oh. I've mean, just put it out there for a lot of people so that they don't
1: think I'm older.
0: Emeka, why are you laughing? Do you think I'm old?
1: No, nothing. Um, I, so a, a fan of yours uh, asked me yesterday about you and I said, you were fine. Just... That's It
0: <laughs> all right, um, so the next administration will be coming in or be sworn in May ninth, And mm. yes, the past administration will definitely be leaving office. Um, for the Buhari administration, they had um, nine KPIs that's key performance um, indicators that they put out there that they were going to achieve, um, just for the knowledge of. Uh, listeners, I'll list them. Uh, the first one they put on the list is stabilize the microeconomy and two, achieve agriculture and food security. Three, ensure energy sufficiency in power and petroleum products. Four, improve transportation and infrastructure. Five, drive industrialization. Six, improve health, education, and productivity of Nigerians. Seven, enhance social inclusion and reduce poverty. Eight, fight corruption and improve governance. And nine, improve security for all. (laughs) (laughs) bad for them, I do. So let's bring out the scorecard this morning. I think I'll start with the first one, which is stabilize the microeconomy.
2: Um, Mr. Silas, perhaps we should we should say um, ask. Uh, I mean, which have they achieved?
0: Yeah, which of them have they achieved? Of these nine, so of the nine.
2: <laughs> wow. You see, um, well, let, let's not uh, just laugh over this. Uh, mm. It is a very serious uh, issue. Uh, unfortunately, um, we love to play a lot in this country with very serious issues. Mm. I mean, reading out these uh, KPIs, um, <sighs> you would call them fantastic, you know, programs government wants to achieve, yeah. if only these were achieved, you know, in the course of the, um, I should be right to say eight years, because we're barely a month plus days uh, no. uh, yes, right. to the end of this administration. And I can say uh, they haven't achieved any of this have they started something? Well, in some of the sectors you did mention, no. uh, something definitely uh, you know, has been achieved. But uh, for this first one, uh, I doubt if I can actually rate them. Mm. Because in this country, we've seen small businesses died down completely. Mm. Companies are folded. Uh, I can give you an instance of uh, Kano. Uh, I belong to an association of, uh, you know, a certain, uh, you know, group of companies that uh, produce the product. And I can tell you, Abigail, that um, in the course of these eight years...
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, let me pick, uh, say, the last two years. We've had more than 80 of such companies folded. Mm. It means they are non-existent again. And this is not because they did not have a good capital to start a business. Mm course for you to buy equipments to set up a business it means you're ready for it and um, you find out that what you sell today going back to buy materials to produce the next one the profit and everything because of the inflation uh, it's into the profit so you end up not even buying up to the quantity you bought the the last time time, Mm. you know to be able to sustain the business and it's from that same business you're going to be paying taxes Mm -hmm. to the government you're going to pay staff salaries. You would want to ask the owner of the business also enjoy some level of profit. Yeah, course you, you, you go into business to make profit. That's what business is all about. Yeah. And then you also uh, would pay some utilities. Um, JEDs coming your way. And unfortunately for us, again, the multiple taxation we experience in this part of the world is something unbearable. So you just have... Uh, even these macro businesses Mm. you know, dying down uh, just like that. And imagine if you have, like I said, in a particular state we have over 80 of them folding up. Mm. Now what it means is that if they were employing at least 10 10 to 15 people now by the time you multiply that uh, you have that number of people out um, of jobs. Amongst these people let me give you an instance, whether the male or the female, there's every likelihood that A certain percentage of these people who are out of job uh, would turn into criminality. So uh, because your business is folded, um, you eventually will become a victim of one of the criminality these people will be engaged in. For the females, with due respect, I'm not being particular to them because the male gender could as well do the same thing. There is every likelihood that they could go into prostitution or some things that would just not be good for the society, Mm. and that also adds to the problems on the body of the country. So we we somehow uh, must learn to manage some of this, and and that's why I said it's very difficult to read the government. Uh, You know, you just would say, okay, they started something. There are countries where they give incentives to businesses to be able to thrive, not just because the government wants to see them thrive for the sake of it, but because they know Mm. that these companies employ citizens of that country and they take them off, you know, these social vices and make them productive. If you're not productive in your first 40 years on earth, I don't know when else you'll be productive. Now that's where uh, I have a challenge with the present administration because We saw when Barack Obama came into government, the GMC's, these guys were having issues. There was a bailout, right, for companies. But in Nigeria, when President Bwari came on board, the bailout was but for, for state governments but, to be able to pay salaries. But Mr. So Silas,
1: you- we, we, we have uh, an industrial bank that gets money, you know, <laughs> to fund, gets money to fund businesses and give out loans to businesses. How
2: um, many of such businesses have they funded?
1: I don't know of any personally.
2: Exactly. So um, we have agencies of government that ideally should serve the purposes you just mentioned, but they don't do that. Um, if I run a business, say uh, a small cux, I won't go to industrial bank. Right yeah. Yeah. to go and apply for loan because the process alone loan will eat up the little money I would rather put in the business to
1: grow. But well, we also had trader money too.
2: That was uh, what we call uh, okay I don't, I'm on air so I can't say that but you know <laughs> what that meant that you will reduce the office of a whole sitting vice president to walk into markets on the street, dishing out money. It's nobody, to,
1: to humanize his office.
2: Nobody, no country and I repeat no country will do that. Emeka I can sit here and ask you how much of these businesses that were given five or 10,000 naira to grow, have actually grown and have started refunding some level of interest back to the government?
1: I don't know of any person. Exactly, did. so this
2: for me was just, okay, uh, take this token. We just got some uh, stolen Nigerian money abroad giving back to us and one of the condition is for us to uh, give to the citizens because that is the condition of repatriating this money back. And you would have thought that a serious government would look at sectors of the economy and invest in them. I just talked about companies that went down the drain. These are the kind of funds that you lift, go through the legislation, ask that the National Assembly gives you some backing Mm -hmm. and hit the ground running by lifting some of these companies. Okay, what exactly are the challenges? Most of these raw materials are imported into the country. What do you do? Now, who are the big companies? importing this uh, you know, raw material, you can subsidize for them. Now, when you subsidize the cost of production, perhaps you say, okay, if you're supposed to pay, say, uh, a million Naira to clear a certain container, for instance, okay, do it at 800,000 Naira. Now, the 200,000 is subsidy. They will, in turn,
1: push these raw materials to the end users, and then that's how you build but, an but, economy But, but again, um, I'm going to hold the breath for the government here. For the state, for example, we had you know the government say, you know they're giving fertiliser subsidies to farmers. Um, we had them paying, buying a lot of trucks. So those are ways that they're trying to help small businesses grow.
2: Did you call that businesses? They're not businesses. These are farmers, and these fertilisers get to come after the farming season.
1: Well, according to the, the government, those fertilisers supposed yeah, to be subsidised.
2: We already well hold on. We're already in the farming season, is that correct? Yes. Do they have this fertilizer with them No. No, they don't. They don't have. Now, if fertilizer is going to come, say, in August, September, October, and if you were to be a farmer, is that the best time to buy fertilizer for the farming season? So these are the challenges. If you start early, you'll achieve results. There are times you don't even need to just wait for the farming season. We knew too well from last year as a government right, after the last farming season, that we were going to have another farming season. It's common sense. <laughs> common knowledge. There's nothing, there's nothing called common sense. I've said this many times. It's common knowledge should have told the government. that look, the next one should start now. It's like you're going into a World Cup or an Olympic game and you wait to, like, three, four months to start getting your athletes to prepare when other countries start preparing the very day the last one ends. This is where we find ourselves in Nigeria today. Most of the things we do, we just get crushed. Let me use the Gen Z language. We get crushed of those things just because Nigeria must be there. So you need to outline, you know, your policies, how to implement them with time. That's the only way to galvanize an economy. But we wait until the issues are here with us. We want to now rush into getting
1: solutions. You end up getting nothing. That's the problem we have. No, but, but the government can also <coughs> argue that in the, in the space of that of these eight years, where some businesses have folded up, others have sprung to life. Um, in, in Nigeria, for example, we have I, I think two you know, um, um, you know big tech companies who are, who are called you know they're worth that what about a billion dollars? In that scenario, we've had these things happen. So I, I don't they don't can they say hey we've also done some things right that these businesses were able to spring up and be Are you not
2: tired of talking about telecom sector in Nigeria? And we should be tired of talking about that every day. Nigeria wants to talk about achievement. We quickly look for a way out, we say, Oh, the telecom industry before today, can you afford to handle a phone? It was for the rich. Agreed that as at 2001 2002, Nigeria had a population of over 150 million with only 450,000 telephone lines. Yes, we know that was grossly under uh, you know, the, the figures we should have in Nigeria. Yes, but we brought in. You know, other companies, I won't mention their name here for bills not being paid. But ever since, we've since moved from uh, 450,000 telephone lines to about 50 million telephone lines. But Emeka, between 2001 to date, we're talking 50 million or over 50 million telephone lines telephone lines, because we need to use the word active, because no. we would have more than fifty million, yes. uh, but they are not active. Yes. Now, uh, what else should have been done between this time is to say, okay, how do we then achieve, you know, spread of internet across the country? I mean, in the last twenty years, we still don't have internet in fifty percent of states in Nigeria. Yes. You're in a particular village. They say there's no network. You have to climb one tree
1: somewhere or a rock uh, mm. to get some. Is 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 that the government's fault though? If 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 when if government if, if, provide- if, if, the, if the government has opened the market to say, hey, you guys can come in and do business, and the people who are doing the business do not think you need to go there, is, is the government supposed to say, hey, you must go to this village to you know set up your your company? Go your and government?
2: read. Go and read the conditions given to these companies when they came to Nigeria, you would see that all of these things are there. But because the policies of government that should aid such movement, it's not there. The government also needs to put their own side on the table so that they move. It's not just the companies going to villages to ensure there is internet. Didn't this government, uh, even though... They say government is a continuum, and I agree. Uh, during the Obasanjo government said they had voted a lot of billions for rural telephony. Where yes. is it today? So I think we should go away from this, oh, the telecom sector has, well, I won't come on radio and someone is talking about the telecom sector 20 years later. What else has
1: worked? This tech sector that is working.
2: The tech sector.
1: Yes, we have two unicorns in the country. Okay. Two, con- two, two, um, two companies worth over a billion dollars. Okay. And um, we have fintechs like springing up every day. Okay. Um, we have um, the most diverse most diverse you know, um tech um, tech space. I mean, we have
2: how I many? We sitting, have sitting here. Uh, how many people have that uh, accommodated? Have they employed uh, up to uh, say ten million people?
1: No, they haven't. So what are we talking about?
2: Get our steel companies back to work. Get the railway lines back to work and see the number of people you employ and then they will pay their taxes and government will run you don't force citizens to pay taxes when the system itself is not working there are many things our taxes should do we see these taxes i mean being paid agreed but at the end of the day the taxes are um, reduced to paying worker salary. As the worker salary up to date, no. There are pensioners who are not being paid for several months in this country. So it becomes difficult to want to start rating government. Oh, they have done nine over 10 in this sector. If you're going to go sector by sector. All right, let me give it to them. So we don't even argue further mm-hmm. that they have done very well in the telecom mm-hmm. sector didn't set the (laughs) foundation. Another administration, (laughs) I don't know what they have done to improve on it, (laughs) but but, but but one 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 thing
0: we should We should, I I feel like, for the fact that yes, we backlash at them, are there things that we should applaud them for?
2: Oh, well, um, yes, Uh, maybe, um, (laughs) the fact that uh, you cannot travel between. Uh, Kaduna, to Bernie to Lagos. We should applaud them. No, but they have,
1: you, have second, mean, you have the second Niger
2: bridge.
0: Yeah, there are things to, to be applauded for. I have already. the second
2: Niger bridge, don't we? Look, you cannot have anything wrong without security, Emeka. Let me reduce this conversation to security. You can't be a citizen of a country and you're not sure if leaving your house is guaranteed that you go back later in the evening. But it's is any country totally safe, though? To a large extent, there are countries you can actually say they are safe. And we can mention them. Alright? There are countries in this world, yes, we may not achieve that, that have zero crime rate.
1: We're not in Finland.
2: So, <laughs> so they, they, their, their issues are not as pronounced as ours. Yes. Alright? Um, you think there are no
1: crimes in India? Brazil? No, oh, Brazil, yeah. like the last time I saw, they had like three shootings in one day. Uh, exactly. Two shootings in one day. But
2: they still have something going for them that they can really say that, okay, we have moved from being this to that. South Africa is a country here in Africa, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. We used to be together a third world nation. Yes. Today, you know, they are no longer third world, they are first world nation. That's
1: but, South but, but they also that's have... That's because but they, they are also a have,
2: production nation. Okay. They don't just consume. Tell me one thing that you produce here 100%. Even the innocent motors you talk about,
1: some of the parts are brought in. They're imported. It's not hundred percent built in Nigeria. Is there, any, is, there, is there any is there any company that produces is 100 percent? Even the Apple, even the even the big tech companies, they, they source what whatever they, they use for their production from other parts of the world. So yes. So it's normal. It mo- it's it's normal to source this this If you source this, this. two
2: percent, let's say because Samsung produces screen for Apple. Yes. What other thing do they do for them?
1: So the, the cobalt they use is not from... Samsung do not, not go to America to do it. They have to get it somewhere else.
2: That's because they went for cheap labor. It's not that they cannot do it in America. Please, we need to get this right. They can do it in America, but because they went for cheap labor...
1: But it's business. And
2: that—that that Exactly. is business. Is that what you or your companies in Nigeria are doing? No. That's not what we're doing. We're going there because we cannot do it. If you're talking about labor, Nigeria should be one country that people should come in. I mean, a population of over 200, even though I don't believe that. <laughs> you think it's more or it's less? I think it's less.
0: Ah. We'll, we'll run census soon, so maybe. Oh, <laughs> we'll be able
3: to Census in Nigeria is corrupt. Oh, and I make
2: able and to,
1: I I able able to know. Ah, I'm, census! I'm not oh, to say
2: that census in Nigeria is corrupt. <laughs> uh, it's not true,
1: the but, figures we get. But, 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 but on a lighter note, maybe we could INEC census, you know, use beavers, something like beavers, to make it a lot more transparent. <laughs> <laughs> on a lighter note. <laughs>
0: Alright. Um, you mentioned something about government being in continu- continuity, let me put it that way. So, um, for the present administration that will probably be coming in uh, May 29th, is there anything you think they can take from the previous or the past government and run? I mean, why are you saying probably? I, have just
2: said, uh, I use the word probably now. Yeah, because I'm sure perhaps because she took uh, my words for they have done nothing. So you don't build on nothing. Mm.
0: So they, they, they have nothing? No, no, no. no.
2: Look, uh, we, when you lay a foundation yeah. right uh it's expected that even if you don't end up building someone will come and build on it mm-hmm. yes now another person like I did say like okay government is a continuum. so you have that kind of you know uh, a, a system in place that if big girl is coming to do say a block of classroom here yeah mm-hmm. when a mecca comes on board he should be able to now say okay was the block of classroom enough for the people they say no, okay let me add and also build a fence around the institution mm-hmm. that is building on something Yes. now you have a system or a government that came and met some things on ground
3: yes. Yes. All
2: right. decided to jettison them and say look these are not things that are going to add to the economy of the state in his own thinking mm-hmm. and decided to delve into something different now when you go into it you also expect that at the end of the day uh, you may not finish them. Yes. Now another government comes in and say, "Look, because these are just uh, elephant projects, white elephant projects? Uh, they don't have to." Let me start something. But we are not having. There must now. be. Uh, look, listen, there must be a deliberate effort. All right, in our law books, imputed there mm. to say that if Mr. Emeka is taking over from an Abigail, yes. it is mandatory. That he must continue from where an Abigail stopped. Let's not have people just waking up from their sleep. And thinking that we can have a car with three legs, and that is what they want to do. So,
1: in in, in a case where in a case where the previous government started the white elephant project, are you supposed to continue because he started it?
2: There would have been a reason to start such a project.
1: So, what, if if, what if you come what you in you and do, you review it and you think you hey, this, this doesn't review, work,
2: what you do is come in and review because the project already has been started.
1: Yes, I think it will be right for you to complete the project. What if what if the completion doesn't benefit? The return on investment is not. It's not good enough to waste the money in completing it. So, what do you do? Abandon it? So, what do you. Would That's, you.? have money gone down the drain? So, would you Would either you complete a project that is not beneficial on the long run of the people or you leave it and country losses? No, no. I think you're not getting what I'm
2: saying. I am not saying. I'm saying perhaps an EMECA comes and says he feels that the project is not beneficial because he,
1: Mecca, feels. No, no, but I'm The not, previous I'm, I'm, administration I'm, would have seen the need for it. But I'm saying that there are times when projects are started and then uh in all true sense of the word when you evaluate the projects you know critically they don't really benefit people much but people say sometimes of course, we you know in nigeria people do stuff so that they can say oh i did this but in the real sense of its you know utility it's almost I'm close to zero so can if i can in can we have an example of such project you're talking about i don't have i don't have typical example now but when i when i get one i'll tell you good but see i i've just said this
2: um i think that we need to as a people uh understand certain things that government right is not human being
1: okay all
2: right it is a system and now when you have a working system you have a government all you need is those that will drive the system efficiently now you need to have critical thinkers people who are open to ideas you know form part of government so you can develop fast don't go and employ mediocre friends, family, I mean, political associates, just come and invite them, come, it's my turn. Uh, I have one, uh, come, let's see what we can do. No. We should be deliberate about development in this country. One of the reasons why we're still where we are is because government is for family and friends. They just come in because one of their own is on the seat and it's time for them to cash out, like we've seen on the plateau. But we're communal people.
1: Don't you think it's normal that hey, I want, I want my community around me? What is the community? Community of friends and family well, well, that helps I, you I to I win. Think, If
0: well, I, I think, if I think that is community, my community,
1: your family,
2: you just mentioned it. You said community.
1: Yes. Friends it, and family.
2: No, they are also included. It means a lot more people should enjoy from it, and that's what it means. So we, 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 we honestly need to, you know, just go away from this same old same story that people are in government because they want to make it we should have people who come into government uh with the intention to develop you know the system improve on what you found on ground and not just come and want to almost start everything from ground zero Mm.
0: So let's talk about the newly elected officers that would be sworn in um, I'm sure Nigerians have expectations and yearnings even though um, Buhari a few months ago told us he has met the yearnings of Nigeria.
1: Mm, he has given us a
0: better country yes, yes, than and he has I like that man He has improved security I like and self-confidence. there were killings in Benue like three weeks ago that no, nobody's but- talking
2: about <laughs> They, they were kidnapped in Kaduna. In Kaduna, yeah. here,
0: And nobody's talking about And he said he's going to improve security. He said he has improved it. He
1: has improved it. And he's still
0: going to improve it before he leaves.
1: And mm-hmm. we're still waiting. Remember, sorry to cut you, remember last year mm. when he said, when he gave some people a multimeter for 90 days, that things to stop. Yeah. And what happened? We, we do, we do, we do do. Maybe you tell, maybe you
2: tell the listener out there what happened. And this is where I actually do have a problem. You mm. know, when leadership is not firm, when leadership is just there to make careless statements, of course, uh, this is what you get. Uh, you already have hired people whose job uh, is to go and paint your government good. Uh, nice. You call them. Uh, Either SA's on public, public or media and publicity, media whatever leads. you call them. Yeah. I think these people, uh, uh, if you ask me, have one of the most difficult jobs to do, all right? Even though their jobs could be made easy uh, by having a leader who understands the time, All mm. right, By going to do what he or she uh, promised, you know, up in issue before, you know, assuming that assuming office. Assuming You yeah. just talked about this, uh, uh, you know… It's an agenda, you say KPIs that the government set for itself. And eight years down the line, you and I sit here. I mean we should have seen this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is popular saying that, say, the dog said if, they, if, they, if he doesn't see a bone on the floor, uh, it, it's not true that the party uh, did happen in his house. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we are the citizens. We are not saying this thing. So how is it that the government is telling us we've done this? Emeka talked about the uh, second Niger bridge. I agree. Fantastic. It's now something uh, we can applaud. And I agree completely that um, someone started it. Another person we came on board it. and uh well, they had even yet to finish, let's not say finished it because there we, are a lot of connecting routes to that second so night let's, that let's, are still let's let's done. But for me so far, are they
1: finished <laughs> today? No, 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 no,
2: no. You see, we we need to say some of those things out, Emeka, the way they are. You know why? Uh, So someone does not come tomorrow. If Mm -hmm. they have finished Mm -hmm. these jobs, let them come to the world. We need to see uh, that these jobs are finished, then we close the file. We don't have someone come tomorrow and now make budget provision for for that same bridge. So we need to make some of those things open. Uh, It's not because we just want to sit down and criticize government. It's because the people need to know. And not many people have the opportunity of maybe having a TV you won't believe that in 2023 we still have local government headquarters here in Plateau who don't have light.
1: You will not believe it. I know there are local governments in Plateau that don't have power supply. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, like the full local government.
2: So they they, they 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 cannot have access. So you know at least they can tune into their transistor radio and yeah. listen to Anemeka and Abigail say, okay, they have finished. So you need to let them know that sure look the project is still ongoing, mm-hmm. so that they don't wait. For a certain media house that will come and just reel out and say, Oh, they completed and commissioned, and another year okay. you're getting to hear.
0: There's, there's, that, there's budget, there's budget allocation okay, we'll for that, that, same, ah, that same project. So I thought you
2: all finished it. Good. So say the things the way they are. If this job is completed, it means the file will be closed. True. The only time you would hear is, Okay, there's going to be maintenance after five years. Wow. Well, that's Which
0: we have a poor maintenance culture in this country.
2: Exactly. But even if you have that in the contract papers, it's something good. But you're not going to be spending, assuming you spend $4 billion uh, to build, a, uh, say, a two-kilometer road. Uh, you're not going to be spending $4 billion to maintain it. Of course but This not. is what we have found in Nigeria, that sometimes the cost of maintenance is, is even more, more than, than the, cost, the of- cost of building a new road. Uh, this, is the, this is the kind of country that we, we, we're in at the moment. So we need to be out, you know, spoken. need to say things the way they are. Like I said, the only people that can salvage this country are the younger people. Like I said, we saw them uh, during the elections. They were everywhere. I mean, I know uh, talking to some of them was very difficult because we don't speak the same language. We are of two different generations. Sure. They just think this is how things should go. Yeah. If you go out of it, they are ready to punish you. And we saw that happen. So we can leverage on that as young people. We're not saying, go out there and be violent. No, no, no. Use your precious time. And call the government out to do what is right. I think that citizens' participation in governance is just the solution to our problem. Mm. But when you just sit down and fold your arms and say, okay, eh, let them just come. After four years, they'll be gone. We'll have another person. It's going to be the same thing. Sure. Because no one challenged the previous one. Mm. So we need to ask the right questions. And young people have the right to ask these questions. When you ask these questions and you don't get answers, that's when you get to punish those whom you have asked to go and do uh, what is right.
0: What are some of the questions they should be asking for someone who is listening and really doesn't know what kind of questions they should be asking?
2: Okay, you said we're going to have uh, a two-semester per session of four months each. Yes. And I am spending two years for one semester for uh, for, one session. A, for a session. Yeah, I should ask why is that happening? Mm. I mean, these are very simple and basic questions we should ask. You said I'm going to run a four-year course in the university. Yeah, I'm, I'm spending six, seven years. Ten, and I am still in the school. The mm. question is, by the standard of our education in Nigeria, you have a maximum of eight semesters. To run a particular course, let me even start with the polytechnic, for instance. Eight semesters, you should have a national diploma. Do they get it in eight semesters? They don't get it. Yeah. So the question should be, why am I not getting what you said? Because it's in our law books. I can sit here and tell you that not up to 10 or 20 percent of Nigerians have the constitution of the Fair Republic in their houses to even read and know what the right they have got. It just depends on what they are told. Haven't you heard that if you want to hide treasure from a Nigerian, put it in a book? Because we don't want to read. We don't love to read. We're tired. The system does not even encourage you. So you're virtually doing everything on your own. So you will find out that people struggle to do. Emeka, it is not everything that you have to struggle to do. Let's be honest with ourselves. There are things you should just walk into a hospital. You want to see a doctor. You're asked to sit down. It is only here that you have a patient in the hospital. And you are also a patient. Mm. You're supposed to be a caregiver. all right? But you sit down while you wait and fall sick. Taking care of someone else who oh, is sick. Who is sick. Because the system does not give room for the right thing. I should just walk into the hospital. Oh, this is our patient. He's on admission. The nurses should do their job. The nurses are there. Have we employed the right number? Have we trained the right number of the health workers that will service the population we claim to have today? The answer is no are the health institutions working no they are not working so there are so many things wrong with us so we need to now sit down as a people and begin to find a way out of it how do we make the system work i would say this again and again if you don't have a functional system you have no business going in anywhere you're a governor you fail in your responsibility you're still there you have a state assembly or a national assembly that's more of a rubber stamp anything the governor tells them <laughs> they do it or their stash of funds uh, the governor saying. does not like it, the face of the speaker he says oh, the, I remove
1: him I mean, when, they, when they put speaker back they send police, the to police, police to, a lot of a to, lot to of close things. the house that is my government it's my father's ass <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll open the phone lines right now for you to call in and be a part of the conversation and you can also be a part of the conversation on our social media platform www.facebook.com Four slash JFM Joss and on Twitter at JFM Joss. The number to call is or Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning.
4: Hello, good morning, Nadi go? Nice work.
0: Very fine, thank you. How are you?
4: Fine. Uh, this is an
0: coming from Tidumada. All right, NHL, go ahead.
4: Easy. I don't see reason. Most of the states in Nigeria have this uh, trees for palm oil. It is there reason that we keep on uh, importing importing palm oil? Isn't it is not a shameful thing for, for for Nigerians to to be importing palm oil to, to from another country to Nigeria. And uh, this, the, the the governor elect, let let you know that yeah, it's not the governor of PDP or APC who voted for him. So that it should not be when we when get to office May, after May 29th, let him know that all Plato people vote for him. Let him not be here with family and friends. All the campaign promises that he made to Nigerians, or he made to Plateau, let him keep this promise, please. So that it should not be like this present government that we are in now. You have another, please.
0: Thank you so much, and have a lovely day. Hello, good morning good morning. Morning to you. Welcome to the show. What's your name good and where are you calling us from?
4: Good morning too. Good morning. That's come with on the line. All right, go mm-hmm. ahead. I want to uh, let like me to appreciate the patriotic Nigerians in the house there. Yeah, God bless them. There's nothing we can know for them. But how do we make actualize the dream of a Nigeria? The Nigeria we need. It's through good elections. Honestly, I was discussing with somebody, I told them that they are nothing. If you tell Nigerians to do some visa, Nigeria want you to make it, you see that aircraft landing there, do you will do What is Nigerian problem? This local leadership. Look at what is going the trajectory we are making today. When you have the audacity whatever it takes to lead Nigerians to them, you become a victim. How can we get it? America and the big deal. We should look at what is happening. Constant rumble of a thunder in the sky is the sun or rainfall. If the leaders of this country don't interfere, you know, most of all, we are played our role in this country. The APC is trying to capture, catalyze the system of continuous in governance just because to cover the risk, not because they love this country. They like this country, they will do the right thing, they know what to do. Mm. But they don't like this country. So where do you go from here? That's the question now. Where we go from here is to bring the right people and the right place. Right. And we get there. So, 2023 election. <laughs> good
0: morning. Thank you so much. Hello, good morning.
5: Hello, good morning.
0: Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from?
5: Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Umar. I'm calling from Sisa and Tidjongshan.
0: Sadiq Umar, go ahead.
5: Yes, I will comment to you again. You have spoken very, very well. Actually, you see, even if you are a citizen of Nigeria, you are a local government on your own. Because seeing that everything that a citizen in Nigeria is doing, is doing it from his pocket. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it from his own sweat. There's nothing, nothing that this government, that people are benefiting from the government... Each field, is your Is education? Is your hospital? Nothing that is free. It is very very unfortunate. And as your guests have said, unless the policy or the system have changed, if the system have not changed, the people will continue to suffer like this. And the politicians are the ones benefiting from all this. You mm. see, our hospitals are in shambles, but they will just be traveling from one country to country just based on hospital tour, which is very very unfortunate. But we are praying that the system will change one day. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much, Sadiq. Do have a lovely morning. Hello, good morning.
5: Hello, good morning, Adigel.
0: Morning, welcome to the show.
5: Good
1: morning.
0: Your name or where are you calling us from? Thank you so very
5: much. This is is Comrade Maramboulos Mandiu calling you from Dapo in Bokos.
0: All right, go ahead.
5: I think... When PDP left office in 2015, in fact, most importantly here in Plato, in fact, you can go around and check. There's no any meaningful development, no meaningful development. I recall that in Boko Haram government, before if you come to Boko government headquarters, apart from the road that passed through were, the city center moved down to Mujere, there was no any what single what tower in Boko Haram government that, that, that government did that one. You know, I think if you go to Bokos, you know, government headquarters, at least you feel like, yes, I think you are somewhere in a city or town. Mm. But Lalong, it's a good president saying that legacy project, legacy project. In fact, I challenge them to come to Bokos, law government, because I'm talking from where I'm coming from. I challenge them to come to Bokos, government, and tell us one single project that Lalong administration has done for the people of Bokos. And it's not is almost everywhere. Of course, what the government here yeah, on, on the on the plateau?
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So what are we talking about? This government they want to reap where they did not sow. If I challenge them, if really they want to collect tax from us or increase tax from us, yeah, they, they should come and develop my place. Most importantly, here in Dapo. If you come to Dapo, Dabo is an ancient town. Doubo was in existence even really before Boko. When we are, you know, together with Mungu, you no, know, even in Panchin, you no, know, we are having big markets. No, uh, Mangu, uh and, uh, and Dewaki, when we are still in division, no, uh, but let me tell you something come down to Defo, there's no single government person presence. No president. All right, and you no know, government go, is one of the largest you no know, community in Defo in Boko's organization that mm. we have our own market, but there's no road, no hospital, no water, no All nothing. All right, Help us wrap up your talk, please? Uh, uh, lying to Nigerians that you no. Know, you know they have done well and stuff. let me tell you something you know that so you know that the bogus blending company it is this president as- that even killed the war the company all right sir so you have to, to help us pay. wrap up your thoughts quickly because At the, of our time price so that they will pocket the money all so right. I, I let anybody in this government to come and tell us w- one thing that they have done for us
0: all right thank That's you
5: a nice time. thank you very much thank
0: you so much Mr. Silas, I want you to react to some of the comments by our colleagues. Well,
5: uh, they, have,
2: they have just reacted really echoed what we've been saying here uh, from the beginning of the uh, show. But what I think we need to start doing is um, mm. setting an agenda uh, for the coming, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, administration. Uh, what are the things we want to see them do? Yeah. Right? Um, first, you, uh, we already have this uh, huge urban migration, and because, why we have that is because there is scarcity of resources or infrastructure uh, in down the areas. other local government areas. Yes. So my target for the incoming and, you know, let me start with my own state, plateau state, for instance, is to see uh, more of uh, urban areas, you know, created. Uh, we can have them structured according to the zones. Uh, already, you have the Jos Metropolis in the northern zone. Yes. Um, that's quite good. Right? Yeah. Go to the central zone. You can have uh, you know Mongu as a major uh, you know, city yeah. where you have a lot of commercial activities already there. By the time you put in infrastructure, you will now create one. You go to Southern Zone, where else do we have Shandam? Mm-hmm. Between Shendam, Mikang, Kwampan, and Lantang, they are not too far from each other. So you can mm-hmm. create another hub. There. Yeah. Now, one other way to make that actually happen is to also take some of the ministries or agencies of government and move them to these zones. Now, you begin to develop the state because you know that, okay, the local government chairman there will have no choice than to put in more infrastructure because there are state government uh, you know, agencies that are going to be located in these zones. And that way, yes. we we'll begin to have more cities and not have this urban uh, migration you go to Hoshi to them water, they don't have water yes mm. right yeah it's because everybody feels that everything is between bukuru and Jos. that's where i will see light that's where i will see good roads if you have these things replicated across the zones yes. you would have reduced this urban migration Definitely. i think that's for me should be the primary focus of the uh, Caleb kaleb mutfong's administration uh, if, if you ask me
0: mm-hmm. all right we'll go to our social media page anti-comment. I was going
1: to say something, but let me just read our comments first. Albert Alkaya Dagza says, yes, of course, I believe this incoming government close board should consolidate on what is on ground and build new foundations of developmental strides, which transverse the length and breadth of our sector for the benefit of all Nigerians. Kevin Lewis Denshak says, in my opinion, the federal government have done well in infrastructure development in the southeast, but for the rest of the items listed above, they have failed woefully in all ramifications, most especially in the areas of insecurity which has ravaged the country in the last eight months. Uh, in eight months of assault strike under their watch without doing anything while they are going for studies and medical tourism abroad. What a nonchalant and inconsiderate, inconsiderate government towards her citizen. Yala yeah, like Chris, who is a fan of... Um, uh, Mr. Silas says, "Greetings to the House. Your guest is well experienced and widely read. He's an asset to these states and the nation at large. And I've suggested before, and I'm reinforcing it this morning, your guest should be considered for a key position in this government for the good of all." Uh, so, Mr. Qu- uh, Mr. Silas, when really consider you, please consider me too. Let's consider. <laughs> let's consider each other. Ayodele <laughs> Agbabiaka um, says, "This is why we choose who we vote for for the sake of accountability. But when they force themselves on us, we can't ask questions because." because they don't have regard for it. when uh, he says, Nigeria go better. Amen. Comrade Dawas Longat Dawas says, the problem of Nigerians is that we do not patronize what is made in our country, in which government is not helping the matter. What is stopping us from consuming what we produce? We pray the incoming government is... Le- is- Le- learns their lesson, let's turn Nigeria into a producing nation than being a consumption one. It's Aziz Sepso Cep- says, Hi, good morning. Honestly speaking, if this upcoming administration follows the footsteps of this president's administration, the real root- routes. Is that Nigerians to be something different again? It will be better said we don't have our independence than to be treated like this. Do you think Nigerians who live abroad are treated so badly because they are not engineers of that country? For now, the poor man's prayer is for a good, better Nigeria. Felkuka Factors Go One says, let this administration go. We pray to have a good to have good governance in time to come. Socky strong finally here. Says good morning. Um, he says, "Well, these are the nine things he listed. Nine things that the governments have done. The macro economy has not been given much attention. Number two, nothing has been done in respect to agriculture. I bought fertilizer at the two thousand last year, and it's on the increase. People are." Three, he said people are still being attacked in their homes. Even some living in IDP camps. Four. Well, 35% has been achieved in transportation. Number five, uh, the um, KPI. Nothing has been done towards industrialization. In fact, most have closed up. Six. Little or nothing has been done here. That's six M um, KPI, the seventh KPI. Nigerians are poorer now than before. He said corruption is on the increase, and finally, number nine only the politicians are well secured. This administration has done little or nothing for Nigerians, 48% or less. I hope the next will feel their campaign promises and he says, peace. You are going to say something Emika. Yes, I'm going to say something. Uh, he mentioned developing you know, the rural areas. I remember when I was still little you know, in Mkwampa, Namu, and one of the things I told myself was, if there was power here and there was some level of good road, I would not leave. And, and, and I imagine that people like that, who are in different parts of of the states, who who need some just basic infrastructure, and they are good. And if if the government of you know AKS had done some simple things, some really very simple things, give light, give road, some some development that should not be that are also scientifically difficult to do. I think, I think the, like you said, the concentration on the urban areas would be less and you would have more people be more productive in those places. You get more tax, you get more money to spend, not to steal, please. You get more money to spend on the people and the states would be better for it.
0: All right, before we definitely wrap up the show, um, Mr. Silas, I know you've already given one suggestion to the incoming government, but are there other suggestions you would like to? Oh, of
2: course, there are several of uh, these uh, you know, suggestions that I would want to see the uh, coming government do. Uh, maybe for one of them, perhaps another time, I would structure them and what the government needs to do on those sectors. But first and foremost, I would want to see the government come in and immediately reorganize the civil service. Mm. let's have people perform. They are the technocrats. They should be seen doing what will make the system Mm -hmm. and not just, you know, handing their birthright to politicians that will come and go after four years.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show this morning. This is Let's Talk on your Feel Good radio station, J101.9 FM. The news comes up by 10 o'clock. From myself, do make sure you have a lovely day. And from me, with you. Can't really see.
1: Stay out of trouble and also for Shakir, sure, okay, organise every other day, organise. Have a lovely morning. <music>